This is a shear on Likutei Sichois, Chelek, Yudches, Matois, the third Sicha. And it's going to be on a Rashi that, you know, sometimes you would have just run over and perhaps not paid so much attention to, and the Rebbe is going to call our attention to it and give us a beautiful journey through um, similar psukim. Okay. Let's jump into it. In the last passage of our Sedre, it says that Noivach, this is part of the conquest of Eretz Yisrael. It says that a gentleman called Noivach, he went on behalf of the Bnei Yisrael, he was in the tribe of Menashe, he went and he conquered a place, a city called Knos. And he called the city of Knos, and it's, uh, it's uh, envowering, uh, not and it's in... Uh, and it, the hamlets around it, he called it Vayikra La, he called it Noivach. Bishmai, he called the names of these of this city Noivach as his name. Uh, people would call settlements and cities and so on on their name for posterity. So Rashi says on these words, he says, Vayikra La Noivach, and he called it Noivach, and Rashi explains, La this law, Lamed Hay, does not have a hey with a dot. A hey with a dot means you would read it La, which means Vayikra La, he called it. doesn't say Mapike, and the word La, therefore, without the dot, the O, uh, rather only Vayikra La, if you're not hearing the great distinction, it's, it's, it's a matter of diktuk, you have to get used to it. But uh, the law means he called it. Law would mean to her. So really here it should be, he called it. So it should have a dot to hey. So says Rashi, I saw in the, the commentary of Rabbi Moshe the Darshan, what does he say? Because this name didn't have continuity, it didn't keep the city, did not keep the name eventually that's why the word is spelled out in a weaker sense without the strength of the uh, the mapike the, the, the hey with a with a, with an, with a an accentuation which from which we can, which would give us to infer midrashai that it's midrashic understanding would mean that this law is actually like not so while the Pasuk says, Vayikra Allah, he called it, the law is not spelled usual, it's doesn't missing the dot, which we could learn. The, the, the Medrash would tell us, Vayikra Allah, and actually it was called not, in other words, the name didn't last. Continues Rashi, Utmani, and I have a wonder, what would Rabbi Moshe Hadarshan, who learns the interpretation in this nature on the pasuk, what would he expound with the two words that are similar to it? Where are there two similar words where law is missing a dot as well? There is missing a dot. It's not. We have two other places. One is in Megillas Rus, the book of Rus. When Rus comes to Boyaz in the field, and then Boyaz speaks to her, and it says law. Without it, it should say law with a mapike, doesn't it? says a simple hey. And also in the book of Zechariah, in the prophet of Zechariah, it says, Livnois law bayis. 
to build for her a, a home. We're going to later explain to, to who is the Pasuk referring to. It's poetic and, uh, and allegoric. But it should say to call for her. It should also have the hay with a mapik, with a dot. It doesn't. What is Rabbi Shadashin going to say there? No, that's the Rashi. Darfan Fashtein says the Rebbe. Now we have to understand it this Rashi. First of all, if Rashi is trying to say that the Pirush of Ramesha Darshan doesn't fit Pshutay Shalmirka, the simple reading of the Apostle, because I don't know how his interpretation, where he says that the law is a, is, is a weaker law, he called it, but it actually didn't maintain that name, and if that doesn't fit with our simple reading of the Apostle, because I don't know what he's going to answer in two other Psukim in Tanakh, so why does Rashi bring his interpretation and say, but I don't know what he's going to... If it doesn't fit Pshat, just don't bring it. He should have here also said, as we find in many places, that Rashi says, I don't know. He says, I don't know what this word is alluding to. What's the Pshat of this word? Even though there are many Medrashim, even where Rashi says, I don't know, it's not that Rashi was not aware that there's Medrashim, and there are Medrashim and other interpretations. But when Rashi says, I don't know, he's saying, those interpretations don't fit pshat. So Rashi doesn't bring them. He says, I don't know how to explain this in pshat. So, but here Rashi brings the Meishah Darshan. He says, but how is he going to explain these other two psukim? Well, if that means to say that that is excluded, therefore excludes his pirush from being a pshat pirush, so why doesn't Rashi talk and not bring it and say, I'm not sure how to learn this pasuk, I'll be pshat. Base. Why does Rashi brings the two questions he has on the Meishadar, and why does he from break, first break from the, from the Megillah of Rus, which is part of Kisuvim, and then from the Posek in Malach in Zechariah, which is from the Nevi'im, the prophets. The, the order in the 24 holy books is first Nevi'im and then Kisuvim. Third issue, what the Ramban asks. Ramban says that in Medrash Rus, there are drushes how to learn by is why it says a law without a mapic, and also Livnais Lobais explains how to learn that Pasuk in Zechariah, why it says law without a, without a mapic eh? together, and, and it brings them together with the drash with the expounding of our Pasuk, Vayikra Allah Neivach so in the same place where the Medrash says it's called Neivach and it says there, it didn't say it was called Neivach but the law is without a mapping, so it's read a little bit like it wasn't called Neivach. And the Medrash says, because the name didn't continue, uh, that same Medrash brings Pirushim that will fit for Rus and, 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 and Malachi. Zechariah, uh, sorry. So for this we are... Yeah, so why does, so why does Rashi say, I don't know what the Meshadash will interpret the other Pesukim? The Medrash does have interpretation. And it's very, very big deichik. It's, it's uh, very uh, far out to say that Rashi didn't see the Medrashurus. As the Ramban, when he, argue, when he asks on Rashi, he wonders, he says, well, we know that Rashi was a, was a, um, a, a re- repository of Torah, of Halacha and Agoda, to say that he, how did he miss that Medrash? Now, the Ramban asks even more, even a stronger question, also in the Gemara, the Gemara also has an interpretation. On the second passage, we brought the question of building her a house. The Gemara also in Masech Sanhedrin and also Masech Kiddushin gives an interpretation why it says law 
without a mapike, without a strong hay, without a, a vowel hay. What does the Gemara say? So first, let's uh, let me give you the, the background a little bit of Scharia. Let's open up a Scharia here. It's allegoric, and we're not all familiar with Scharia as well as maybe we would like to or should be. So here is the pasuk in Scharia. Scharia prophesizes that I saw coming out of the Vesam Mikdash the Eifa, a big measuring. Um, a, 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 um, a measuring vessel. That measuring vessel symbolizes the fact that Hashem is going to judge the land. And then the, the, the prophecy continues that there is, he says, I saw two, I, I lifted my eyes and I saw there were two um, women were emerging with wings in their wing. For they had wings like a stork wings. And they lifted the eifa, they lifted this measuring item between the heaven and the earth. And then I said to the angel who was speaking to me, where are they taking the eifa? So there was two women, these two women represent negativity. They're taking this measuring uh, thing. In other words, this is, symbolizes a, an instrument that would be used to judge and to mete out punishment. But these two negative, these two women that are represented, two negative character traits, which we'll soon discuss, are taking this measuring stick and taking it somewhere. And I said, said Zechariah to the angel who had been speaking to me, where are they taking the ephah? Where are they taking this measuring, this measuring uh, 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 vessel? He said to me, to build her a house in the land of Shinar. It'll be established and she will set, be set down there on her base. He said to me, the angel said to Zechariah, Livnais law bias, to build for her a home in the land of Shinar. So, um, Shinar is bubble, by the way. Shinar is bubble. So now, here's what the Gemara has a discussion there. Okay, so, Gemara says, did you notice the difference in, 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 in plural and singular. There were two women who were carrying the measuring thing. And then the Malach says that um, it's to build her a house. Okay, so what are these two things that we're talking about? So let's, let's learn a little bit in the Gemara. Let's understand. So the Rebbe says here in the Sikh, the Rebbe quotes the Gemara. The Gemara says that the Pasuk is talking about Chanufa and Gasu Saruach. These two women are representative of um, earlier in the in the in the Navi, it says Aisha uh, Harisha, wicked women. He's talking about two wicked women. In other words, these are embodiments of two negative things: Chanufa, which is flattery, false flattery, the Gasaruach, and arrogance. So those two negative character traits went down to Babylon, to Shinar. I. It says, law doesn't say law with a mapik, it says law. So we see there that it seems to be a weaker. Uh, the angel said it's to build her a home. It seems to be a weaker, right? Without the mapik, without the dot in the head, it's a weaker to build her a home. So he says it's not really to build them a, a, a firm home in Babel. Because as the Gemara there asks, um, one of those character traits went down to Elam. Elam is another kingdom. 
it didn't really stay permanently in Bavel, it went down to Elam. So that's what the Pasuk is hinting at, it says to build her a home, but not a, not a firm home. Because the, the, um, the negative character trait, or at least one of them, went over, didn't stay in Babylon, didn't stay in Babylon. So it wasn't a firm home for that negativity. Now, Rashi there doesn't learn shot like this, like we just said. Rashi learns that what's the proof that the Pasuk, that the Gemara is bringing that to bring for her a home is because it's, you see that it's singular. In other words, that in Bavel, only one of those negative character traits stayed. But Ishtarvuvi Lahosam, the other character trait was Ishtarvuvi, um, because uh, 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 it means, um, we see the Gemara here, uh, the translation, Ishtarvuvi. It's made its way to Elam. In other words, Gasus Aruach, we're talking here, right? Arrogance didn't stay in Babel. The Gemara there is using that for a. Uh, the Gemara there has a discussion. Why does it come up in the Gemara there? Because the Gemara there says that ten measures of arrogance went to the world. Nine of them were taken by the kingdom of Elam, who resides in Elam, and one in the rest of the world. And that's where the Gemara asks, but one second, we have these two negative character traits that the Navi speaks about going to Babel, going to Babylon, Shinar, which is Babel. So the Gemara answers, yeah, they originally went to Babel, but they didn't land up staying there. The arrogance was just temporarily in Babel, then it went to Elam. So Rashi learns, how do we see that from the Pasuk? Because it says, La, it should be plural. Flattery and, and, and arrogance. No. To build a house for her in Babel is only one of them, only flattery. Arrogance went to a different kingdom. So temporarily it was in Babel. So that's how Rashi learns the law there. But... Um, but the Gemara there does learn um, however there is a way to learn the Gemara that the Gemara is answering why it says law in a, in a uh, not just in a singular way why it says law in a weaker way because although the two negativities went down they didn't stay there they went on to Bavel. So if that's the case, again, I'm not sure if, if according to this way of learning, both of them went to Bavel or just one of them went to Bavel, but at least, but there is a way to learn that the weakness in to build her a house, which is the question, live nice law, bias, the weakness in to build her a house is because the house wasn't a firm one. It didn't stay in Bavel. It went to Bavel and then it went on to Elam. So even if Rashi doesn't learn that, he says the law that the Gemara is trying to explain is why it's a singular, but to say that I have a big question to Mahani. I have a wonder under Meisha Adarshan. What is he going to do with this pasuk to build her a house? Excuse me. Maybe Reb Meisha Adarshan learned in this Gemara that the unfirmness of the house is because it's, it came to Babel initially and then it went on to Elam. Just because Rashi, you choose not to learn that way in the Gemara. But that doesn't mean to say that you should say, I have no idea how Reb Meisha Adarshan is going to learn. Says the Rebbe, basically. The explanation of this. We already explained many times that also the drushes that Rashi brings in his, in his commentary on the Torah, they have to be very close to Poshat, Poshat Pshat, to the simple reading of the Poshat. As Rashi says in many places, I bring an Agada, I bring things that are Agadic, but that 
explain the words of the pasuk, each thing in their place. In other words, it has to be a goda, a drosha, that helps us, or that's very close to understanding the literal meaning of the pasuk. Drushas that have removed, that are more allegoric, and so on, no, Rashi doesn't bring them. That's not his job. So this we understand, that if Rashi brings a Moshe Adarshan to explain this Pesach, Vayikra Allah Noivach, that he called it Noivach, he called her Noivach, obviously there's room for this, 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 this fits into Pshutish. Ah, Rashi asked, I wonder what is the Moshe Adarshan going to do with these two other words? He's not saying that Moshe Adash is going to be stuck. I don't, there's, there's nothing to do with explaining these two words. No, of course, there's Drushas and so on. But Rashi's saying, I don't know how Moshe Adash will explain it in a way like he does here that fits and is very close to Pshut Yishamikram. Because the other Drushas there are on, on the other two Psukim, they're not like the Pshat way, as we'll discuss later. So that's what Rashi is saying. I'm who's speaking in a context of Pshat, or Agoda that's close to Pshat. The Moish Adash fits me here, but I don't know how the Moish Adash will give a Pshat-like orientated Pirish in the other two Pesukim. So according to this, we'll also understand how Rashi's language is exact. Rashi says, Utmahani, and I have a wonder, what will the Moish Adash say? Not his, he doesn't say, Vakoshali, I have a question. Because it's no question. There's no contradiction. The Pshat of Rabbi can be learned and he'll have, he has answers for the other Pesukim. I have a wonder what Pshat would there be in those other places that would fit Pshat It could be, Taka, that in the other two words, the, the Drash doesn't fit Pshat as, as we've said, Rabbi says, that we've spoken before, it could be that in Avim and Ksuvim there are some Pesukim that you don't have to explain literally, in, in, like in, in, in Rashi's way of explaining the psukim of the of the Chamishachum It's different than the five books of Torah. There, you, Rashi says we need to explain everything according to Pshat. But don't forget that the whole words here of the Nevi'im is allegoric. We said to build her a house, we're talking about not a person, we're talking about character traits, of flattery and arrogance. So the whole thing is allegoric. So... Could be Taker. I says, I wonder how, I'm amazed, how is he going to figure this out in Pshat? Maybe Taker doesn't have to be figured out in Pshat. Rashi's wonder is, how will Rabbi does he have something Pshat-oriented in the other two Pesukim? Or is it going to be Droshes that are not close to Pshat? Gimel. Yeah. So to explain this in Yen, first we have to understand what Rashi says. What does it mean when Rashi says, law, that he called it, that Noivach called it, in his name, these cities that he conquered. And Rashi points out, he doesn't have the punctualized hey, the hey with the dot. So this has an inference in a Midrashic way that it's like saying, he called it La. He, he called her going on the city, Naivach, but really it's like Loi. He didn't call it Naivach. In first glance, Rashi seems to be saying that it's as if it said, he didn't call it Naivach. The name of the city wasn't Neivach, because it didn't last. But that's actually opposite to Pshat in the Pasuk. Pasuk says he called it Neivach. And Rashi has to, Rashi has a klal, he has a rule, he sticks to the Pshat. So how can he interpret this Pasuk as being anti-Pshat? He didn't call it Neivach, it says he called it Neivach. So obviously it has to be that he, yes, he called it Neivach, 
However, the Medrash says it's like not. Not that it means not. Medrash says because it doesn't have a dot in the A, so there's also a likeness here to the word lai. In other words, what's being hinted at with the la, but without the strengthened hey, is hinting that this matter is, it's there. He, yes, it says in the portion of Pshat, he called the, the city by his name, but he didn't call it by his name. In other words, he called it, but it was shvach. Shvach HaMetziz, it was a weaker reality. Noivach, Taki gave the name Noivach. That's why it doesn't say Vah. That he didn't call it Naivach. It says he called it Naivach. But the way it says law is in a weaker way, which is related to law, to not saying that he called it by a name, but its name was in a weak way. It didn't have continuity. Okay, so now we understand how we have Vayikra law, and the law and law coexist because the law aspect of the law, the not, is negating that he called it by the name. But it can't be taking away the reality that he did call it by that name. That would be, that would be moving away from simple pshat. So the pshat is he called it by the name. The lawyer comes and says, yep, he called it by the name, but it was a weaker calling. It didn't last. Dalit. So according to that, we'll understand why we can't learn in a similar fashion in the other pasukim. Let's first go to the pasuk of Ayem el Let's go to the book of Rus. Okay? So in the story of Rus, I'll pop a Rus here. The story of Rus, you all know that Rus goes back with her mother-in-law, and then they go to the field of a relative of Boyaz, and she comes and she collects stuff by Boyaz, and she says to Boyaz, I, um, um, Boyaz says, I've heard of everything you did for your mother-in-law, and you left, uh, after, you, left, uh, you left her, you left your land, and you followed your mother-in-law to come to our land, right? Hashem should pay you. You should be blessed from heaven, um, uh, you know, the Hashem who you came to, to rest under his wings. And then Rus answers, she says, may I, may I continue to find favor in your eyes? She says but to Boyas, because you have come from me, because you have spoken to the heart of your maidservant. And then Rus says, though I am not even as worthy as one of your maidservants. To that, Boyas said to her, right, Vayoyim Allah Boyas. Boyaz said to her, what did he say to her? Then um, yeah, there, there, responds to that claim, to that, uh, so to speak, uh, humble admission that she makes, I'm not even as worthy as one of your maidservants. Boyaz responds to that. So what is the Medrash learn? What was Bayaz's response? It says, he answered her, Chas v'shalom, you, you taka are not like the maidservants. You are like the, you are like the four mothers, Sara, Rivka, etc. That's who you're like. In other words, but she said, I'm not even as worthy as one of your maidservants. He says, no, that's not the way you said it. You are more worthy. You're like the Sarah Rifka and so on. So now we understand that Boyaz's insistence of telling her no is a real no. You can't say 
They can't say, like we said, Neuvach, he, he called it Neuvach, but it's a weak calling. So which would mean here, Boyaz protested, no, you're not like the maidservants, you're like the, and it would be a weak, half-heartedly telling her, no. <laughs> Here Pshat is, he said strongly, you are not like the maidservants, don't talk like that, you're like the foremothers. There's no weaknesses. How's that a Mesha Darshan's Pshat, that it's a weak, because it's missing a, a, the dot, it's not a mapike, it makes it weak, it doesn't, doesn't fit in. Yeah. Similarly, in the Pasuk, Levinus Labais, in that Pasuk where we talked allegorically to build for her, for flattery and arrogance, a house in Babylon. We also can't learn in this that the law means yes, but weak. Why? Because Taka, yeah, it's true that arrogance was in Babylon in a weak way, because like we said, it didn't stay there, it went on to Elam. However, in Pshutish Lamikra, the simple reading, the pasuk by saying a singular, is talking about flattery. In other words, um, the fact that it says singular, not plural, this shows us that the pasuk in saying that something went to Bovel is talking talking not about arrogance, which temporarily was in Bovel, they went to Elam. We're talking about Hanufa, about flattery. So if we're talking about flattery, it actually stayed there in a, in a powerful way, in a, in a permanent way. So the law to build her a house in Bovel is not to build her as a weak house. It wasn't weak. As long as Bovel was in existence, the flattery was, was residing there. Right? So you can't, the Shat of Namesha Darshan, that it's, it's, it, it denotes calling it but weaker, doesn't work here. So that's why Rashi is saying that both by Rus, the law doesn't mean a weak. It really means not. And similarly, the, the law here by to build her a house, it doesn't, it doesn't fit to say um, that the house wasn't built in Bavel for flattery. It was. So how are we going to learn it? Hey, we have to understand it. According to the drash, medes rus, when we talk about the flattery and arrogance aspect here. So it says, to build her a house, it's talking about the falsehood, the medes rus, the Gemara we said speaks about flattery and arrogance. Medes rus says, it's, it, it, it's a reference to falsehood, sheker. That uh, falsehood descended to Bavel, to Shinar, to, to Babylon. And when it says law, it's because to build her a house, Falsehood. Falsehood doesn't really have a house, a strong house. It's to tell us why does it say that the hay without a mapping? To show that the house is like a weak house. To tell us, says the Medrashinus, She'ein Lesheket Teshua, that falsehood doesn't have salvation. In other words, doesn't have longevity. So Rashi could have used that Rash about this person. Just like Vayikra Lo Neivach. He called it Neivach, but he called it, and it's a weak calling because it didn't last. So similarly, to build a house of sh- in, in, in Babylon, it could be a house of Sheker, but it's a weak house because it doesn't have any longevity. So why doesn't Rashi learn that? And that would have also fit with the way Rashi learns in Shas, the Livnei Slob bias goes on flattery. How do you, what's the connection flattery and, and, and falsehood? Well, uh, we're talking here flattery, false flattery. 
flatter, flattery is falsehood. So it goes on together. Rashi explains what is chanufa, what is flattery. That the um, chanufa means a fake, fakehood. Chanufa, shemarim, atzmosim, they show themselves as being chasidim. Chanufa can mean, uh, is, is falsehood. It's either you can flatter somebody falsely, or you can act in a false way. Act like what you're not. So it's, it's falsehood. So, there, so why doesn't Ashi learn that the living is lobbyist? It could fit with the Moshe Darshan's pshat-oriented law means he called, it was a weak calling, because Sheker is weak. The explanation is that that wouldn't fit according to Rashi. Because if we say that law, the one person wants to say that it's a weak, that Sheker, falsehood is a weak reality, that flattery and falsehood is a weak reality, so we have a question. Why is that only being said singular? in that pasuk in Zechariah, which means only going on flattery. Why doesn't it also go on arrogance? Arrogance also doesn't have... Even arrogance, even more so, doesn't have any, any continuity, any, any longevity. Right? But the pasuk only says it about flattery that stays in Bovel. Not about the two negative items, arrogance. So if that's the meaning of that pasuk to say that it was there, but, not in a, but, it's, but, but flattery and, and falsehood is not strong... It should have said it about both, not only singular about that. It should have said it also about arrogance. For the, Pusik, for the fact that the Pusik speaks about it in a singular, in other words, that we're talking only here about flattery. So for this we understand that this Pusik where it says a weaker law is not telling us that flattery is a weak thing because then it would have said about arrogance also. And also, it's talking about, and also it's talking about, it's not talking about the fact that Hanufa flattery went to bubble in a permanent way. Sorry, also the Pasuk is talking about Hanufa, which went to Babylon in a permanent way. So the law can't be saying impermanence. Arrogance, Taka moved on. That, but the law, the singular, is not talking about arrogance, which moved on to Elam. It's talking about the thing that did land up staying in Babylon, flattery. So then the law saying it's a weak house also doesn't make sense. In other words, so Rashi doesn't have how to learn this Moshe Adashim, where law without a, with, with, without a mapike means a reality, but a weak reality, it doesn't fit in both Rus and in Zechariah. Now says the Rebbe Vav, we asked why did he bring the Ksuvim first and then the Vim, and now we'll understand. In the passage of Ayyemel Abayaz, so the Drash itself is opposite Pshat. In other words, according to the Drash, the Ayyemel law means a strong loy. So, it doesn't fit with the law being he actually, that it's, it's still there, but weak. Here it was, no, you're not like one of the maidservants. So that's why Rashi first asks, he says, Rabbi Shaddash doesn't fit with that Rus. What's he going to say? It, it, this is not like his way of learning here. Um, and that is further and more, and more in opposition to the, in the way of Pshat than the Drash that we said in the Pasuk of to build her a house going on flattery. Because there in Pshat, it does make sense. It is a weaker reality. Either because flattery doesn't have any, any longevity or because um, law is also referring to um, arrogance, which was only temporarily in Bavel. It, it could be fit in. The reason we can't fit in is if you look into the nitty-gritty of the Pasuk, sorry, into the details of the Pasuk, you can't learn it that way because the Pasuk speaks about it singular, and therefore it's only flattery which actually stayed in Bavel. It's not going on arrogance which moved on and went to Elam. But it's, 
you need more, you understand, you need more, uh, it doesn't jump at you in your eyes. The, ru, the Rus Pasuk, by the way, says, huh, if you learn the Moshe Adash's way of learning, that it's, he called it Nevech, but in a, a weaker calling, how does it fit with Rus? And then when you think deeper, it also, that won't fit with Livnais Labayis in Zechariah. Okay, so we've explained beautifully what would have been probably for for anyone looking at it a, a very uh, you know just Rashi to gloss over <laughs> in a way seeing the great depth that Rabbi shows us the depth in every word in Rashi the nuances and the examples he's brought and of course in the Ha'oris there's a whole to do because actually there were other Mepharshim that picked up on some of these things and the Rebbe interweaves his novel interpretation but he also Brings other uh, other things in the Ha'aris. One a very fascinating thing in the, in the one of the Ha'aris. I'm sorry, I don't uh, have time to prepare it and go through it. But I just want to call your attention how the Rebbe has so much goodness and diversity and, and uh, bread. The Rebbe quotes a a a, a in Ha'ara 14. The Rebbe quotes a sefer called Minei Targuma by a uh, Rav who's Rabbi Shaya Pick. Of Berlin, Rabbi Shaya Pick wrote the notes at the side. If I'm not mistaken, wrote the notes at the side of the Gemara, Maseris Ashas. If I'm not mistaken, you can look in the look in the Gemara. It should say his name, uh, what he wrote. Rabbi Shaya Pick. Let me see if I have it here. The Gemara, but I'll call upon him. Whatever that calls the name of his sefer, Minei Targuma. Then the Rebbe says that there are some that say the name of the sefer is Minei Targima. Not Targuma, but Targima, not with the Bab, with the Yud. Um, so, just one second. We'll open a Gemara here. We'll take a quick peek. I told you about the Mishaya peek. Mishaya peek, usually we don't identify the name. Um, Yeah, you see uh, in the in the Shas, in the Vilna Shas, it, says, uh, it also includes Hagoy, Sintesis, and Mara Mekemes um, by Hagoy and Mishaya Pick, Berlin. Um, yeah, so that side of the Gemara you have is annotations. At any rate, the Rebbe goes through what's what's his name, and then he brings from Sfarim that quote from his tombstone, from his Matseva. Anyway, just want to. Make note of that, that there's so much exciting stuff going on in the Hardest and um, hopefully hopefully one day we'll be able to get there. Maybe in the second round of Project Lukut Sikhas, where we learn these Sikhas second time, third time. We'll have to Okay, anyway. Let's move on to the Sikhas From Yena Shal in Pirish Rashi. There's the wine of Taylor, there's the deeper meaning here. In these all in all these three places where it says law, there's something common if you look deeper into the hidden aspects of Taylor. What it's they're all speaking about aspects of non kedusha What does that mean? In our parsha, it's talking about conquering a city of Amiri, right? Which is negative. So it's, it's an Amorite city, and now when they saw conquering it. Who's he talking to? Boyaz is talking to Rus Amoyavia, Rus the Moabite. Then went Livnais Labais to build for her a house. Who's the house we're talking about? We're talking about arrogance and flattery and, and, and falsehood of Bovel. 
So therefore, in all those cases, it says, law without a mapike, without the strong hay, to hint that the mitzias of negativity is a, is, is a weaker mitzias. Only, only kedusha, only holiness is a true and eternal reality. Negativity, the other side, is not a true reality. And that's why it doesn't have true longevity. Only Ketusha is real and, and, and eternal. So that's what Rashi is saying. I don't know how will he learn the Pesukim. In other words, in our puzzle, when we're talking about Iskafia, about holding back, bending the Lu'umazah, the negativity, and not about totally tra- total transformation, because it says, Vayilkeit, he conquered the city. And Rashi says that, and the Rebbe says in Ara 40, and indeed, we can say that the inner reason why the name didn't stay is because it wasn't ishapre, it wasn't transformation, it was only conquering. And eventually, by conquering, the, the lumas and negativity reawoke. So in that case, it says law that he conquered it, by Yilkait he conquered it, by Yikra law he called it the name, but it's not the strong hey, because it wasn't really transformed. Lumazah didn't really become, this didn't become Kedusha fully. So we understand why it says it in a week. He called it the name, but it's a weak name because it was, you know, when you have Iskafius to hold something back, you hold back the raging horse, the problem is if you let go, it may, may jump out again. Whereas if you transform the energy of the, of the bull into, into, into good, then that becomes a transformed thing. Here he's saying it wasn't transformed. Neivach called it, but it was it needed to constantly be held at bay. And then, eventually, it, it, it didn't maintain. So that's why it says it in a weak law. But the other two psukim, says Rashi, I don't know how we'll learn based on that. Why? Because they were talking about a lo'umazah, a negativity that actually becomes transformed to Kedusha. She doesn't remain a Moabite. She actually has converted. And she's become the highest levels of Kedusha. Till Boyaz tells her in this, in this drash that you're like one of the, the mothers, Sarerivka. Similarly, when we talk about to build her a house, mm, the, fla- the, 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 the falsehood of Bovel, actually in a pneumistic way, you know what happens in Bovel? Falsehood uh, uh, led to the fact that the, the Talmud Bavli is in a way where it has to envelop itself into falsehood. The whole Talmud Bavli, the Talmud Bavli is very much built on questions and answers and what he could have said, what he should have said. How do we know the person is not saying the truth? What will, what will get him? And, and in general, the whole concept of bringing contradictions and questions, answers, the whole style of Talmud Bavli is that Hashem has placed me into a dark space. I don't understand. How does this work out? Question, answer. Uh, um, contradiction. This refers to the Talmud of Bavl. So in other words, what happens in Bavl is although it's initially falsehood goes down to Bavl to become, to have a house there, Really, that gets transformed, and what we come, what we come out of, what Bnei shall come out of with Babylon. If, if I, you ask me and you, what do we know about Babylon? We know that the Talmud is from Babylon, Talmud Bavli. The highest level of Torah, which is called bias of Torah, bias on the true place of Torah, is, comes from Babylon. So it's not true to say that it remained a weak thing. It actually became transformed. So since here we're talking about the negativity, the way it becomes transformed for Kedusha, so to use the same word, law, like, and explain it the way we explained it by, by, by the, the calling of the cities of Neuvach doesn't make sense here. Because we want to shock. Either way you look at it. 
if the clipper itself, the clipper itself is totally cancelled. So therefore it's loy. If you want to talk about Kedusha, what it is now, not what it isn't. The negativity is no longer, so then it's fully loy. If you want to say law, that now it has become something else, so then it should say it with a strong hey, because that's his habcha, because those things were transformed. Rus was transformed. Bovel, the, the house of falsehood in Bovel, was transformed to become the, 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 the bastion for Talmud Bavli. And there you see the true, because Dafka and his habcha finishes the Rebbe the Sikha. Dafka, when there's transformation, you see the true, the true, the true strength of Kedusha.